0: this is the publicity for pet businesses podcast with rachel spencer listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition hi and welcome to the show so in this episode i'm going to talk about using a pr company to get publicity for your business versus learning how to do your own publicity And if you're a regular listener to the show, you'll know that this podcast is all about how to get publicity for your pet business. So, the idea of each episode is to give you practical advice that you can go away and use and use to get publicity for your business. So, this is kind of falling um, towards the DIY model because if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously interested in publicity, Um, you may want to be. Doing You may be at the stage where you want to um, learn how to do it yourself or you may be listening because you're wondering whether you should hire a PR company. Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through lots of different different topics around this and I'm going to compare the difference between using a PR company compared to learning how to do your own publicity. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at how it works, I'm going to look at the cost, the benefits, the time it's going to take, um, how it works when it comes to ideas how it works from both perspectives when it comes to creating opportunities, how it works when it comes to dealing with journalists as well. I'm going to cover what happens in a crisis. Um, I'm going to cover how it works when it comes to skills um, around having somebody do your publicity publicity or doing it yourself. Um, We're going to look at goals. We're going to look a little bit at social media. And then finally, I'm going to look at the pros and cons of both hiring a PR firm and doing your own publicity. So um, I do hope you find this helpful. I do also know that there's lots of people who've listened to this podcast and they've gone away and they've got great press coverage for themselves. So the key thing I want you to take away from this is that you can go and generate your own publicity. You can go and approach the media and you can go and get coverage for your business and it doesn't have to cost you a penny. You can go and buy a book if you want to. That would be relatively inexpensive. You can listen to this podcast and there are loads and loads of other podcasts where you can get help in this area. So the key message is getting publicity for your business, whether it's a pet business or whether you've just stumbled across this podcast because you've been looking for, you know, using a PR firm versus doing your own publicity. Whatever the situation may be, having publicity for your business doesn't have to cost you a lot lots and lots of money. So I do hope you found this helpful and I do hope if you are considering either learning how to do your own publicity or hiring a PR company to do it for you that it helps you in that decision making process. So that's the intro and now on to the main part of the show. So first of all a little bit of background about me. I'm not going to waffle on too much but I'm saying this just in case some just in case you're listening, you haven't listened to the podcast before, and you found it because you're looking, you're considering using a PR firm or you're considering learning how to do your own publicity. So I'm Rachel Spencer and I'm a freelance journalist and I write mostly about the pet industry and I'm based in the UK. I also have a publicity coaching program where I show people how to get publicity for their businesses. So it's a DIY coaching program where I give them all the all the skills and resources and ideas and everything that they need to go away and create their own publicity. So that's just a little bit of background about me before I start with the main part of the show. So if you have just stumbled across this podcast, then you know where I'm coming from, you know my background, um, and you know kind of how it works in my business. So, first of all, we're gonna look at the difference between hiring a using a PR firm and learning to do it yourself. And first of all, I'm just gonna explain a little bit about how it works. So if you were using a PR firm to get publicity, how it would work would be you would pay them a monthly retainer and they would work on helping generate media coverage for your business. It would be the same, any kind of business. So that might be contacting journalists on newspapers on magazines on tv stations on radio stations it may include working with bloggers and influencers but the main thing that they will be doing will be focusing on helping raise the profile of your business working on your public relations so the relationship you have with the general public so managing your reputation and they would go away and they would do all of that for you and you would pay them a monthly retainer or you may pay like a yearly package but you would pay them on a regular basis to take care of your media coverage and raising your profile now if you the other option is if you were to learn to do it yourself then you would be doing all of that on your own so you would manage your media coverage You would be the person who would be in the driving seat and deciding which newspapers, magazines, TV stations, radio stations you want to approach. So you would be the one who would be in control of that. So if you obviously if you hire a PR company, then that takes that worry away from you. However, there are other, other factors involved with hiring a PR company. If you were to learn to do it yourself, then you learn everything that you need to get your own publicity and then you take care of that. That's one of the other things, one of the many hats that you would wear in your business. So that's kind of how it works right from the outset. So the next thing I was going to cover was cost. So if you were to hire a PR company, the kind of cost that you would be looking at. So the lowest fee I have heard of in recent years has been £350 a month. And that was for a PR consultant um, to manage someone's publicity for them. If you were working with like one of the bigger digital agencies, then you could be looking at around £6,000 a month. So that would be the costs involved for using a PR company. Now there are a couple of other PR services available and um, there's one that's um, where you basically pay per result so they, what you basically do is sign up to a package and then you pay for each result that you have. Another thing that I've seen is a there's a husband and wife team over in Warrington and they run a business called Right On Time and they do a thing where you basically pay for a press release and they will then go out and pitch it to a number of publications. So they do that for you. So that's more of like a one-off service. And what I'll do is I will link to them in the show notes for this episode as well. So if you wanted to go and check that out, you can do. Now, if you're learning to do your own publicity, the cost involved there, well, To be honest, the cost could be free. So I have got lots of people who are in my free Facebook group who have never, um, who all they have done is listen to my podcast. They've also been along on my free challenges. They've never been paying clients. However, they've used the information they've listened to or had put in front of them in the free challenges. And they've used that to go and get publicity. And it's not cost them a single penny. So one of them is Jo Nutkins. So she is a dog trainer over at Essex. And she's had loads of brilliant coverage. She's been in the Mail. She's been in the Telegraph. She's been on ITV. She's been in The Sun. She's been in loads of really big publications. She's been in Edition Dog. She's done brilliantly and Jo has never, Joe has always um, just used the free advice that I put out there on the podcast and in my free Facebook group. Another is Rachel Rogers so she's also a dog trainer over in Shropshire and she's also had lots and lots of um, local, regional and national coverage for the work that she does and again she has taken information that I've shared on the podcast and in my free Facebook group so it's not cost her anything. Now I have a program where you learn how to do your own publicity Um, and when i launch it in may so i'm going to be doing a challenge at the end of april when i launch it in may it will be 97 pound a month so to learn how to do your own publicity it's 97 pound a month and that's like a year-long program and then the idea is that you take what you learn and then you go and implement it forever basically and so as long as you've got the time to you know as long as you've got the time to do your own publicity then that is your investment um, so £97 a month compared to between 350 or £6,000 a month if you were hiring a PR company. So the next thing to consider would be time. So again, if you want to raise your profile, if you want to get publicity, you want to get media coverage, then obviously you're going to have to put some time and effort into it, aren't you? Now, if you were to choose to go down using the PR company route, then they would do the work for you. So they would think about campaign ideas. They would think about pitches. They would think about you know different different slots and that kind of thing that you might fit into when it comes to different publications and they would go and do it for you so that's obviously why you pay them the fee in the first place so it's one less thing that you have on your list if you're busy in your pet business and you don't want to be you don't want to be running around like headless chicken thinking about another thing on your to-do list then having a PR company if you've got the budget can be a great thing for you to do because it's one less thing on your list isn't it Now if you're doing your own PR then you do have to find the time to do the work. You have to find the time to research the different publications, you have to maybe go and have a look at what the different writers are working on so you can step forward and offer to help them, you have to find the time to write a pitch or a press release or maybe have a photo shoot, lots and lots of different things but you would have to find the time to go and go and work on your publicity. So next up is ideas so you know when you're looking at raising your profile what what I know I reiterate this in other episodes and if you haven't listened to this podcast before and you've just come across this one there are lots and lots of different ones you can go and look at when it comes to coming up with ideas and I will link to them in the show notes because I've done absolutely loads of different episodes when it comes to coming up with ideas because that's quite often The stumbling block that I find people have when it comes to getting publicity, they'll just say, oh, well, I just do what I do. I can't think of any ideas. And actually, when you chat to them, they've got loads of interesting things to say and loads of interesting things to talk about. So actually coming up with ideas can be can be quite a struggle. So when it comes to ideas, if you were using a PR company, they ideally would come up with the ideas and then you would go and approve them. So let's say, for example, Let's say we've got Easter, so I'm recording this at the beginning of April, and it'll be going out on Thursday, just ahead of Good Friday. So we've got Easter weekend here in the UK. So let's say if you were a, let's say if you were a vet and you hired a PR company and Easter was coming up, your PR company might have the idea about putting together a piece about the dangers around Easter for your pet. And you as a vet could share expert comment on the things that could be risky to your pet. So they might have the idea would come to you and say you know would you be interested in putting together a campaign or a release around easter and pet safety and then you would say yes or no and then you would work with them to put together that campaign or you would approve that campaign depending on how it was you know depending on what it was so if it was like an expert comment piece, you would obviously say yes i want to do that or no i don't want to do that however in the in the kind of day-to-day running of your business you might also have ideas yourself you might let's say if you let's use the vet example again. Um, let's say you you saw something that was something that was happening quite regularly in your surgery maybe you were having like lots of puppies coming in and where owners were concerned about them biting or or about them being anxious you might see a pattern and you might go to your PR company and say actually you know I've noticed this do you think we can turn it into an idea so in that case when it comes to the ideas you would work together on it Now, if you were learning to do your own PR, then you would generate the ideas. So again, quite similar to the example I've just given you there with the vet and the puppies, where they've noticed a common pattern that's coming through. If you were generating your own PR, you could recognise that and you could think, right, I'm going to put together an idea about this. I'm going to put together a pitch about it and I'm going to send it off to my contacts. So, say for example, like one of my clients is Karen Boyce, and she's a puppy trainer over in Wales. She's had absolutely loads of coverage. She's prolific when it comes to pitching and getting people to say yes to her. So I know that she has pitched around um, the, the changes um, she's seen in puppies around the pandemic. So she did a brilliant article about one year on. You know what's life like for puppies after the first year of lockdown. So she came up with that idea, and then she went off and pitched it. Um and. When it comes to doing your own PR, the great thing is, obviously, you are in your business. You're in it every day, aren't you? And you know your business best. Um, You're there kind of seeing the day-to-day things that are happening, and you can identify the opportunities. You can know what people are talking about, or you can identify what people are asking questions about. And then you can potentially see a story idea there, take your story idea, send it off as a pitch, and then potentially have it accepted. So that's kind of how it works when it comes to ideas. If you have a PR company ideally they will come up with ideas for you or you can work together on ideas that you might have yourself. If you were doing your own PR then you you know you might have you, you'll have ideas every day in your business and when you kind of got, get into the swing of understanding what an idea is and how to pitch and get it out there and what journalists are interested in then you're going to have a steady flow of ideas coming through all of the time. If you are obviously doing your own PR then there is no restriction around how many ideas you can put out there. So if you wanted to pitch every week to your local paper you can do. You might not find all of them land. I wouldn't recommend that you pitch too much but every time you have an idea if you've got a friendly journalist and you want to send off a pitch then you can do. If you were working with a PR company there might be a restriction or a limit on how many how many press releases how many pitches how many ideas they would work on depending on what your retainer was so that's a kind of that's a that's a little bit of a difference between um doing it yourself or having a pr company when it comes to ideas so next up i'm going to talk about opportunities so if you are working if you're using a pr company or a pr consultant um, for your pet business then they will be monitoring things like Twitter and response source and looking out for opportunities on your behalf. So for example, um, I've done a few articles over the years about pet technology. So I've written about, written comparisons about things like furbos and PitPats. Uh, so a furbo is a pet camera, a PitPat pat is a pet activity monitor. And each time I've done those, I've gone onto a website called Response Source, and what I do is I put in a request in there saying I'm writing about pet wearables, and if any PRs represent pet wearable brands, please can they get in touch because I'm doing a review piece. So, what happens is that that request goes out to lots of different PR firms and consultants, and then they can come and say, yes, we represent PitPat or we represent Furbo. Would you like to try out our product? So. That's how they get opportunities, but they would also ideally have journalist contacts who would get in touch with them and say, I've got an opportunity, I wondered if you might be able to help me. So as I'm recording this, um, an example that I can give you now is um, something that happened this weekend. So one of my contacts is is Jane Atkinson, who runs the PET column at The Sun. We had a conversation on Saturday about Crufts being cancelled, and she was saying that she wanted to put together... um, together a competition basically for called ruffs and that's where basically people could apply and they could go enter the competition and they could win a pet from pet friendly holiday and they could win various different prizes and we were chatting about um you know what prizes could be in there and i said oh you maybe get in touch with pets pajamas the pr for pets pajamas because they could provide the holiday so that's an opportunity Obviously, uh, Jane then went off to the PR for Pets Pajamas. and Mentioned the opportunity to her. She said yes, and it went into the paper. So that's how it should work. If you're using a PR company when it comes to opportunities, they should have relationships with journalists where journalists will go to them and say, "We've got this happening. Can you know? Can you help?" Now, if you're learning to, if you're learning to do your NPR or you've learned to do your NPR, then you can also look out for opportunities as well. So. In that situation where I'm talking about a conversation with a journalist, um, that's obviously because I'm a freelance, I work with lots of different journalists, and people will come to me because they know that I write about pets and I might be able to connect them with the right person. Um, But if you've learned to do your own PR, that's okay too, because journalists are still looking online for people to interview, for products to write about, for experts to share their insights on various different things. And it's quite easy for you to go and find these journalists and go and connect with them. And if you do this right, then it can lead to lots and lots of opportunities for you. And it can also help you build relationships with journalists as well. So if I speak about Karen Boyce again from Beastly Thoughts over in Shropshire, she's done a brilliant job of doing this. She just sees opportunities all of the time. And then she's got a range of contacts which she then goes and approaches with her ideas. So if you were doing your own publicity, then you could do things like you could look at journal requests on Twitter, You could have a look at Help a Reporter Out, which is a website where you register and you're sent various different requests from reporters needing help. And then you can go and take those opportunities and go and approach the journalist directly. Um, You can also use really great matchmaking groups on Facebook. And often these, these groups won't allow PR professionals in there. So... One of the matchmaking groups is called Lightball, but they do not allow PRs in there at all. You have to be an entrepreneur, small business owner to join that group. And that costs like £5 a month. And it's a matchmaking service for journalists and business owners and experts. And the idea is that the journalists will go in there and ask for people to help them with stories. And then the, the business owners, the experts will say, yes, actually, I can help you with the case study about anxious cats or I can help you with Um, a product for your, you know, for your Mother's Day roundup for pet owners or whatever it is that they're looking for. So you can actually approach the journalist direct. There's another really great group called Feature Me, which is more around real life, but they also look for experts as well. And I've got a full interview with Jill Foster, who is the co-founder of Feature Me. And I will send you, I will put the link in for that episode into the show notes. If you want to go and have a listen to that, Jill talks all about what journalists want. So again, Her group is where journalists can be approached by members of the public and journalists can put requests in and members of the public and business owners can put themselves forward and help out the journalists and get publicity that way. So that's how opportunities work. You can have a PR who goes and who looks for opportunities for you or you can go and seek them out for yourself if you're learning to do your own publicity. So next up, I'm going to talk about dealing with journalists. Now, it was so funny because in my Facebook group the other day, we were talking about this and somebody said um, she'd listened to a podcast where I talked about like pitching and approaching journalists. And she sent off a pitch and she'd had a great chat with the journalist. And she said, you know, I've learned that journalists don't, you know, have six heads and bite and stuff. And she was like, she basically was saying that she'd learned that journalists weren't scary. And that was a really great, really great post. Um And I do think it can be quite difficult. It can be a little bit daunting thinking about dealing with journalists. Um, And that's often why people do feel the need, particularly when they're launching as well, to hire a PR company because they think that's the way, you know, that's the way it should be done. They can't go and approach journalists themselves or that journalists might be scary or might not want to hear from them. So if you're using a PR company, the PR person obviously acts as a middle person between you and the journalist. So they will say, I'm representing, you know, that they're representing you would you like to talk to them about xyz um, and the journalist will say yes or no whereas it can feel a little bit vulnerable if you're going straight to a journalist and saying you know here i am i'd like i would love to talk to you about xyz whatever your topic is because then you're putting your head above the parapet and there's always that fear of rejection isn't it or there's that fear that you're doing something wrong or that fear that you might look silly so it can be a little bit scary So when it comes to dealing with journalists, if you are going to use a PR company, then they're going to do that for you. They're going to act as a middle person. They're going to set everything up. You might have to give an interview. You probably will do. Um, But they're they're going to have smoothed all of that over for you. They're going to prepare you. And it's going to make it a little bit less daunting than if you were to go and approach the journalists themselves or yourself even. Um, If you were to learn how to do your own publicity, then you would be dealing directly with the journalists and you can, you know, you can obviously have that direct line to them and that can be scary at the beginning. However, as Angela in my Facebook group said, um, you will hopefully learn that they're not scary and, you know, all they're trying to do is create content to engage the readers, to inform the readers, to entertain them. And if you're able to help them with that, then most of the time they're going to be pretty grateful, um, pretty appreciative, and not be too scary at all. Now, when it comes to dealing with journalists, um, most journalists would rather deal directly with a small business owner or directly with the person who they need to speak to. Yes, it's great to have a PR to make that connection. But ultimately, they're working pretty quick, they've got deadlines going on, they would, you know, they want to speak to the source rather than go through the middleman. So you've got two options there. You know, if you do go down the PR route, that's great because they smooth it, they build the connections, they put you in front of people. Um, If you do it yourself, then you can build relationships with them fairly quickly. Um, And if you do that well, then you can become their go-to person. So every time they might need to write about cat grooming or about you know pet accessories. If they know you, you've built a good relationship with them. They enjoy talking to you. They find you helpful. Then you're going to be the person they come back to over and over again. So another topic that you might be think, that you know might be front of mind really when you're thinking about using a PR company or just getting publicity in the first place and putting yourself in front of the media is what would happen if there was a crisis in your business or if something bad happened. So we all kind of have that fear at the back of our minds, don't we? What if, what if, what if, what if? And it is scary. And the thought of being in the media spotlight if something has gone wrong is a really worrying prospect. Over the years, I've spoken to quite a lot of people who've had, so, you know, when we're working with animals, things happen, don't they, that can sometimes be out of your control. We've had over in the UK, we've had this terrible situation where dogs have been stolen Um, I've spoken over the years to dog walkers where dogs have gone missing. It's been really frightening, Um, or when pets have been injured, or there's been an accident. It can be really scary, and finding yourself in a media crisis is not an ideal place for anyone to be. What we don't want is for a negative story about our business to appear in the newspaper, online, or even you know on social media as well. Things can really things can really take off, and it is a really really scary place to be so having a PR company to protect you at that time and to know the right thing to say is obviously going to be really reassuring and be really really helpful for you and I guess at the back of your mind if you're thinking about your reputation and obviously you want to maintain that for that to be very good the idea of having a PR company who will be there for you in the time of crisis and who would know what to say is a very very you know that's a That's that's something that's you know you're going to view that in pretty high regard, aren't you? It's something that's a nice to have, isn't it? If you can afford it. So in a crisis, ideally a PR company would know what to say, and they would be able to diffuse the situation and to calm things down and to make sure that your reputation is managed in the best way when it came to how you appear in the media. Now, if you were if you were doing your own PR and a crisis happened, you'd learn how to do it yourself it can, you can feel paralyzed, you can feel frozen in that moment where something, you know, something's happening, something's, you know, out there and you don't know what to do. But um, with support, you can get through it. So obviously, now I do have my publicity program and my people who are in my membership would would have support if something like that would, was to happen. As part of the programme, I do cover what to do in a crisis and how you would deal with it on social media, How you know what would actually happen, what would the journalists do, would they approach you, would you have your right of reply, all of those things we cover, including how to put together a statement and what to do on social media and all that kind of thing. And so I think if you have learned how to do it yourself, or you're going through that process, then you are going to feel a lot more comfortable and confident that you would be okay in a crisis. What I will say is, if you, um, you know, whether you have a PR company, or whether you've learned how to do your own PR, you are going to feel reassured that you know what to do in a crisis. And actually, these things are usually never as bad as you think they might be. But it is a good idea to have, think of a few scenarios that might cause you trouble in your business or that might cause you to have sleepless nights and think about what you might do and what plans you'd have in place if there was to be a crisis and then you know you are prepared for that aren't you Um, and you can have that that's just something that you can put in place as a contingency plan in your business so that you feel prepared no matter what life throws at you. So next up we've got skills I thought we'd look at the the different skills you'd have Um, and how they would compare if you were using a PR company or if you were learning to do it yourself. So if you're using a PR company, then ideally you're gonna have, you know, there's gonna be directors, you're gonna have an account manager, you might have have a number of people working on your account and all of those people will be trained PR professionals. They will have most likely been to university. They'll certainly have done a lot of training um, and their skills will be updated all of the time. They're going to be creative people they might have a background in journalism they're going to have lots of ideas they're going to be great with social media so they will have the skills needed for the job in hand which is giving you know getting your name out there raising your profile getting you publicity now if you are learning to do that yourself then you are going to have to develop the skills that are you know similar to the ones that the pr company has and already i know as a business owner we're spinning so many hats aren't we but when it comes to learning to do it yourself and, and developing those skills, these are skills that are going to carry you forward and be really, really beneficial to you um, in all different elements in your business. So even if you're not focusing on publicity right now, I imagine you're still going to, be doing, you're going to be doing social media. You're going to be maybe sending a newsletter out. You might be doing email marketing. You're probably going to have a website and you're going to be writing about what it is that you do. Um, if you learn how to get your own publicity, you learn how to you know manage your own PR, then you're going to be learning about writing, you're going to be learning about pitching, you're going to be identifying what what people are going to be interested in. So when we're talking about what journalists are interested in, you know, we're talking about what your clients are going to be interested in as well, your ideal clients. So rather than kind of going all over your website and saying we do this and we do that and our products are brilliant, you're you're, you're changing your way of thinking. So you're coming up with content ideas you're coming up with ways to promote your business it's going to appeal to your ideal client rather than just feeling like you're shouting about what you do so these are really important skills to develop and if you do learn how to do your own publicity then that's going to help you in so many different ways it will help you when it comes to getting media coverage but it will also help you with your general content anyway and it will also boost your skill set and your confidence when it comes to talking about your business So if you've got, you know, if you're doing your own publicity, if you're raising your own profile, you're going to feel much more confident when you meet people because you'll have it all kind of figured out, all of your messaging, all of who you are, what you do and why you do it. You'll have it all there kind of ready whenever you meet anybody who might be able to refer you to other people and and share the message about what you do. So next up, I thought I would consider the different goals that you might have if you were using a PR firm compared to if you were doing your own PR. So let's start with if you were using a PR company. So if you were to be, if you were investing in a PR company, I would imagine that your goals would be to be featuring in national newspapers, in large publications, on big websites, potentially global publications as well. So your goals would be potentially higher than they would be if you were thinking about doing your own PR. So let's say you had a new product and you started, um, you know, you started kind of building up your your client base and raising your profile locally if you really wanted to take that to the next level where you wanted to reach people across the country or globally then that might be the point where you consider hiring a PR company and you would want to have that reassurance that they were able to get you know get your your product or your service onto you know into and onto big name publications so if you were hiring a PR company I would imagine that you would want more than local or regional coverage you'd want to be hitting the nationals and that would be why you'd be investing in having a PR company to do that so this versus doing your own PR if you were doing your own if you were managing your own publicity you might be looking at local Media, regional media, media, so newspapers, magazines, radio stations, maybe some TV. Now, if you're a service-based business, let's say if you were a dog walker or like a cat groomer, one of my clients, Katie, is a cat groomer over in Liverpool. Actually, reaching people locally is really important because they're going to be the people who will either book you to walk their dogs or hire you to go and groom their cats or to, you know, actually use your service. So sometimes, if you only really need to reach people locally, it's perfectly fine not to use a PR company if you don't need to, if you've got the time to do it yourself and you don't want to make that big investment, you can learn to do it yourself and you can consistently work with your local media and consistently get publicity, which is going to be great for people finding out about what you do in the area where you live. Um, Another thing I wanted to look at very briefly before I wrap things up is social media as well. So if if you were working with a PR firm they would probably have a lot of different clients to be thinking about when it came to social media. So I never really used to talk about social media on this podcast, but now I think it has just got such an important part in raising our profile and getting, you know, in helping connect you with journalists and helping more people find out about what you do. So actually, if you were using a PR firm to look after your social media, they, they would have obviously you as a client, but they'd also have other clients as well who they would be working with. And they may... Um, you know they're not kind of inside your business they're not there doing the day to day so they may not see as many opportunities um, as you might do if you were doing it yourself. If you were you know obviously looking after your own publicity when it came, when it comes to social media they would you know there's only you who's working on it there's only you who you need to think about or who needs to think about your your business so again you can be on social media and you can be agile and you can see opportunities and you can go and take them straight away. And because it's your business obviously you're going to be more and more um, you know you're going to be more familiar with what's going on you're going to be able it's going to be easier for you to create content so actually when it comes to um you know unless you've got a very very big successful business and a huge budget i would also say to you know stick to doing your own social media um so yeah that's where it, that's kind of how i see things when it comes to using a pr firm versus doing your own um, on social media so I'm going to wrap things up with a few pros and cons when it comes to using a PR company or doing your own. So if we look at the pros from using a PR company, you've obviously got the experience, haven't you? So they've been doing it for years. They might have decades, generations of of. Of experts in there who've been working with all kinds of different clients they may be a niche PR company as well so they may only work with people in the pet industry so that's going to be fantastic they're going to have loads of experience and they're going to have loads of loads of ideas and potentially other pet business owners who you can collaborate with they might have other pet business clients where you can work together and really really amplify what it is that you're doing. They're also ideally gonna have contacts as well. So if you're working with a, a, a good PR company, then they should have a little black book or a big black book ideally, filled with contacts of journalists and people who they can approach and they can talk to about you and what it is that you do in your business. So they are the pros for using a PR company. If you were to do it yourself, then the one of the biggest pros, I guess, is the cost. So it's gonna be a lot cheaper. Um, It might not cost you anything to do your own PR. Like I said, with Joe and with Rachel, they've had lots of publicity and they haven't invested, they haven't spent anything on it. So it's just been brilliant. Um, It's also, you know, you can be flexible and agile and you can respond quickly to things. So one of the things I noticed when lockdown first happened was that some of the small business owners who I was working with in my membership, they were able to respond to stories around lockdown really quickly. So for example, one of my clients, Claire Lawrence from High Peak Dog Services, she started writing about how pets were gonna be impacted in lockdown and how it was gonna affect dogs. And she put a blog post out there, she put it on Facebook and it was picked up by four different radio stations. So that was really great. She was able to have an idea and just get it out there straight away, you know, that day. Whereas if she'd been working with a PR company, it might've taken a a little bit longer and she wouldn't have been able to be as responsive and be as agile. and then you've also got one of the pros of doing it yourself is it's a bit more personal. So journalists like to you know deal directly with the expert or with the person who they need to speak to. So it's a lot more personal and you can build relationships with particular journalists as well. So they are the pros of both. And now I'm going to look at the cons of both using a PR firm and doing it yourself. So the cons would of using a PR firm, I think first of all would be the cost. So it can be quite expensive and you can't guarantee like you know, nobody can guarantee that a story's gonna run and that you know that's the same whether you're whether you're doing it yourself or using a PR firm. So if for example you've got a story lined up To go into a newspaper on a Sunday, and then something huge happens, like you know, when Meghan and Harry decided they were going to leave the royal family, that completely takes over the news agenda, and often stories are just pushed out of the paper. So, if you have invested a lot of money in that, then that's obviously going to be gutting for you, isn't it? So, the cost is a con. Another con when it comes to a PR company is that they might not have the experience in what you do. They might not understand what it is that you do. They might not understand your business very well, which is why I think it's really important to work with a PR consultant or a PR company that has an understanding of what it is that you do. So ideally, they will have worked with similar clients in the pet industry, so they will get what you do. And when you do go to look for a PR company, do make sure that you feel confident that they can can do that for you. Um, and like I say, a story might not land and that is completely out of out of their control and out of your control as well and that can be really frustrating. So when it comes to the cons of doing it yourself, the biggest con I think is the time. It is going to take you time to go and learn what it is that you need to learn and build those contacts up and get into the get into the swing of understanding what a story is and the pitching process and what you need to do next and keeping up that momentum as well. It can be time consuming. And also, even if you get into the habit of of thinking, okay, I'm going to spend like one day every quarter thinking about my media pitches, you know, having to think about what it is I can talk about. It can sometimes fall by the wayside. Whereas, if you've got somebody who you paint to do it for you, then you know that's going to be done. So, time is a big con if you're doing it yourself. Um, then, again, another con of doing it yourself is experience. So, sometimes you might not have written anything from, you know, leaving school, it could have been decades ago, and now you're having to write pictures, write press releases, write your blogs, and all the other things that you might need to write. So, that is a con um, because you are going to have to learn all of these new skills and you might not have. Those in your skill set at the time. And then finally, um, another con for doing it yourself is the contacts. So you might not have the contacts straight away. You will have to build that list up and work on that. So that is another con, and that will also take up time as well. So that is it. I'm going to wrap it up now. But I hope I've given you lots of different things to think about when it comes to working um, with a PR company to raise your profile versus learning how to do your own publicity. So, in this episode, we've looked at how it works. We've both we've looked at the cost, we've looked at the time, we've looked at how how you come up with ideas, or a PR company comes up with ideas. We've looked at how opportunities will come your way, whether you're working with a PR professional or you're doing it yourself. We've looked at dealing with journalists and what's preferable, what to do in a crisis. Um, We've looked at the different skills that you might need if you were going to do it yourself versus having a PR company. And we've also looked at goals and social media. So if you've got to the end of this episode, well, thank you for listening to me waffle on for nearly 40 minutes on this topic. I hope you found it helpful. Um, I do firmly believe that if you are looking at getting publicity that I do feel that you should try to do it yourself first of all. And by that, I don't mean you need to come and join my programme. I mean just... Have a listen to you know this podcast or there are other publicity podcasts out there, have a go at doing it yourself rather than handing it over straight away. Because if you do try to do it yourself, you're at least gonna get a bit of an understanding on how things work. So when you do hire a PR professional, if you do get to that stage, then you're gonna, you know, you're going to know how it works and you're gonna make sure that you get the most of your money. You're not just gonna hand something over to somebody and you know wave goodbye to a significant amount of money every month. Now, a couple of resources that I think will be helpful as well, if you're thinking about working on publicity, there's a couple of really good PR books that I've read recently that I think you'll find really helpful. Um, And this applies whether you're a pet business or any kind of business. So there's one book called Your Press Releases Breaking My Heart by Janet Murray. Now, it's a few years old, but Janet is a former Guardian journalist and content marketing expert. So that's a really great book on how to do your own PR. There's another book called Hype Yourself by Lucy Werner. So Lucy is a PR as well. um, And she's written a great DIY book on how to be your own publicist. So go and have a look at that. And then there's another book called PR School, Your Time to Shine. And that is by Natalie Trice, who, again, is a PR. And she's done a great DIY guide to how to be your own publicist. And then finally, I have a book as well. But I'm leaving mine till the end because I actually wrote mine in like I wrote it in something like four weeks and I did it nearly three years ago and when I look at it now I think gosh I wish I'd done um, you know I kind of wish that I hadn't done it to be honest with you but it has led me in a really great direction because I now have the coaching program, and I have the podcasts and all these different things. So mine is a very, very basic guide on how to get publicity for your pet business. So I will link to all of those books in the show notes for this episode. But I hope that's been helpful for you. If you're thinking about hiring a PR company versus doing it yourself, Um, I hope it's helped you work out all of the different options and the pros and the cons. And if you would like to chat about working with me and about how learning about how you can go about learning to do your own publicity then do drop me a line as well. It's rachel at rachelspencerwrites.com and I would love to hear from you. So I hope you enjoyed this and I hope you have a great rest of the week and happy Easter for the bank holiday weekend as well. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk